0: Hello, sister. Episode eight of You Would Totally Love This in three, two, one. Hello and welcome to episode eight, as we've discovered, of You Would Totally Love This, the podcast about sharing the things you love with the people you love. Uh, I am Trevor.
1: I am Nell.
0: Hello, Nell. How are you today?
1: Fancy meeting you here. We're fancy meeting you
0: here on this Zoom, as my internet keeps telling me that it's spotty. So fantastic timing. Yeah,
1: it's been been in really awkward face positions.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh, we are here to discuss the beginning of Season 2 of Parks and Rec, which I think most people would agree is when Parks and Rec really becomes the Parks and Rec that we all know and love. So before we get into the plot, I will ask you, did you, without, you know, going into details about the plot, did you notice, was there a noticeable difference in this episode versus season one?
1: The big difference, I think, for me was I felt like Leslie's, nope, nope, nope's, uh, Knope's character felt very settled, not settled, but. She, it felt like she knew what she was doing. Hmm. Um, the other characters, like I felt, and I, it was funny because there's that moment when she's like, that's the best... Um,
0: Madonna.
1: reaction I've ever had with Donna. And I was like, oh, I guess they're going to be bringing Donna more in here. Yeah. You can see them starting to kind of round out the um, the office office, you know, feeling. But for me, the big thing was that she felt like a real full character in a way that in the first season, it kind of went up and down.
0: That makes sense. That makes sense. And I think it's interesting again. I mean, I I was watching season one through the prism of having watched everything. And it was fascinating to me that all of these other characters, the Donna's, uh, the the Jerry's um, even Ron for that matter. And April were basically non-existent in season one. You saw them, they were on screen, but you never got to know them in any way, which is, which was interesting to me. I no. forgot to
1: that. I still don't quite know them. I mean, they're obviously getting a little bit more into Ron. Um, and, and you, and you know, um, what's his face, the love interest. Um, I always forget his name. Mark. Is that a, yeah, Mark. I mean, you, you kind of, you know him. Um, but Ron to me is still an enigma, although that's kind of the point of him. Right.
0: Right. Um, So anyways, um, season two uh, starts off with uh, Leslie uh, performing a wedding ceremony at the local zoo uh, between two penguins, um, Flipper and Tux. And she discovers uh, after she has married them and they begin having sex, that she has actually married two male penguins, um, to which she says, um, well, you couldn't have asked for better weather. She is then... um, Hit by both sides, there's the gay community in Pawnee with the um, the Bulge, the local gay bar, which we find out Leslie has been frequenting and never knew it was a gay bar. And then she also gets uh, attacked by the Society for Family Stability Foundation, which says which tells her that they want her to annul the wedding and resign, um, led by Marsha, which I think is actually a perfect name. She's perfect. I, that actress, I don't even know her name, but she's so good.
1: Straight out of a real news clip. I was like, this woman is just straight out of some conservative. (laughs) She was great. She was was really, I feel like she was the best part of the episode. I really believed her her passion. The idea of that annulment would make her feel better is so hilarious.
0: Her line of when gays marry, it ruins marriage for the rest of us. Like the way she says it, there's no, there's no irony in it. There's no, she doesn't let on, maybe she really believes that in real life. I don't know, but she was, you could you felt that she believed that even though it's the dumbest thing I've ever heard
1: I feel like she's part of a line of um actors who they bring in like in last season the woman who at the conference or, or at the banquet whose name she keeps saying who she wants to talk oh, to yeah. she also was incredibly realistic and just such a great foil for the ridiculousness of Leslie and that the scene uh, at the news station between the two of them is is perfect. And Leslie was yeah. so I that was my favorite scene of hers. Yeah. Um, because um, she doesn't say anything political and yet she completely pokes holes in the ridiculousness yeah. of this claim.
0: And you see her being herself and backing and and fighting for what she believes in. Right. She believes that it was a cute event. That's that's it. Like it, as you said there's nothing political about it. She's not really pushing for gay marriage she is just saying no that was a cute event and i'm not going to take that back because it was really cute and she's fighting for that cuteness but in so doing she's fighting for gay marriage
1: yeah exactly inadvertently she's saying some things of like you know how does this hurt you am i a murderer you know (laughs) such
0: a great so leslie then um she obviously refuses to resign um she then gets uh she get then gets introduced to april's boyfriend and april's boyfriend's boyfriend who wax poetic about her because they're so excited that she took a stand even as she's saying i didn't take a stand and they invite her to the bulge so that the the gay community can celebrate her she goes with tom thinking all right i'm just going to get up there and say no no no, i wasn't going to take a stance of course she falls in love and just has a great time um and she my she's i think one of my favorite I, I didn't put it in but one of my favorite lines was when she just goes the
1: dancing.
0: She's so excited about their dancing.
1: Well, the fact that they were chanting her name is just too much for her. She was like, yeah.
0: "Yeah, she she loved it." So she has this great time. Um, fast forward to the next day, where um, Marsha calls her into the local Meet the Press. As you mentioned before, she goes on to this TV show with uh, jo- Joan Calamezzo, and then really just I don't i would be curious to know when you, when she gets onto that show, did you think she was going to try to back down and somehow pivot away?
1: No, I didn't actually. Um, I thought she would bungle it more. I was hmm. impressed that they didn't go that route because no. usually it makes me so uncomfortable when she just like blows it.
0: No.
1: Um, so I wasn't sure what she was going to do, but I knew that she would just kind of, you know, start, ranting about something um but i just liked how it wasn't a complete mess up it, right. i mean obviously she didn't say things in like a diplomatic fashion but right. she also i thought won the ar- argument so
0: <laughs> yeah i mean that's the thing they really didn't give marsha any lines there she basically was just responding to i think the only thing she said really was we're not asking for a lot we want you to annul the wedding um who is was it? Uh, uh, resign, move to another town I mean, but, but we're not asking a lot But then other than that, it was just her just getting Hit by Leslie of You know, what did I really do? What did I do? It was cute and I'm not, I'm not letting go on that
1: Right, exactly
0: Which was great um, And it really doesn't That part doesn't really end I mean, they just It's just them on the show Taking calls from all these people who say Leslie should resign And then that's it
1: I'm surprised they didn't have someone call in who supported.
0: Yeah,
1: that was interesting. I wonder if they did that and then cut it out.
0: Maybe, yeah, but it was a weird. Like there was really no closure to that particular scene. It just kind of ended. Yeah. Um, and then fast forward to the end, uh, Leslie ends up taking the two penguins to another zoo in the yeah, area.
1: That of the whole show, the two of those in the car seats. Oh, they're great. Her spritzing them with water. <laughs>
0: Fantastic. And then meanwhile, um, Andy, Mark uh, Brandanowitz asks Ann out and says no and tells Leslie and Leslie is kind of you know a little weird about it. But OK. Andy returns in a suit and tie and looking all dapper, he tries to get Ann back and says no to him. We find out that Andy is actually living in the pit mm-hmm. with rats. And the hardest part is keeping his suit pressed. Um, and then at the end, as as before Leslie takes the two penguins to another zoo, she's she's at the zoo. She's looking at them. She has this moment of, oh, you know what? Love is love. She goes to Anne and says, you know, date Mark, don't date Mark, but don't not date him because of her. And oh, by the way, I told him you're really into him. <laughs> <When I'm> leaving, <laughs> Which obviously setting that up for future episodes.
1: Yeah, I really liked, I liked the friendship aspect of it. Um, I thought that Leslie was really, her character was really coming through. Um, like when she says like, we're all just animals. I mean, she's just her sort of philosophical. <laughs> I still am just not feeling Anne. I don't. Good. I was about to ask. I don't get her. Like I don't, yeah. I don't feel any, she's so level to me, which I I know that she's supposed to be a foil for Leslie's ups and downs, but Like when, when the boyfriend comes back, I'm like, did she even love him? I just don't, I have no idea what she's feeling about anything. I don't know if if she even likes Mark. Um, I mean, they have a nice flirty thing, but it's not, I don't feel any need or any want from her. And maybe that's the point, but I want a little more. Yeah. I just want to know, I want to know know her more. Yeah. What's the deal? What do you, what do you want?
0: Yeah, it is. I mean, again, it's hard to watch it. Again, from the prism of having watched the whole thing, right? So I don't know when it was that we we get more of a sense of Anne. I know it happened. I am
1: looking forward to it. Yeah, I just don't know when. Even from boyfriend man, um, you get his desperation. Like he, you know, you feel no. his kind of wanting something, um, and in some ways, you know him better than you know her her although I love the friendship stuff between her and Leslie
0: they build on that nicely especially in this episode um, especially with Ann saying
1: yeah I just wish they would give a little bit more because it's, it's almost there of why she's so attracted to being friends with Leslie because there's something where mm-hmm. Leslie's so different from her yeah. um, and that's a lovely thing of like she is really level and here she, she wants to hang out with this person who's kind of all over the place and I want to know why you know I'm like what's, yeah. what is
0: Which is interesting, too, when you think about it, because Andy is definitely all over the place.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: In a different way. I mean, I I mean, Leslie is is focused in her all, all over the place. Like she gets something in mind and it's, you know, tunnel vision that we're getting that done no matter what. Whereas Andy is just scatterbrained. But it is interesting to think about the fact that Anne is attracted to these people who are, like you said, not her. Yeah. Whereas Mark seems the first one Again, seven episodes in Where he seems he's kind of Level-headed, kind of Ann-ish mm-hmm. So it's Interesting, that's interesting I never thought about that Hmm. Mm.
1: Well, I'm looking forward To getting to know her better
0: Yeah, I'll be curious if there's a moment Where I go, oh, this is where we really get To know her, because I don't, I don't know I don't remember When that happens, I know I know her I just don't know from where <laughs> uh, and then Scrolling through So apparently The writers of the show Felt that One of the ways to, to Improve the show Was to take on more Harder topics More current event type topics um, And they decided to start with Gay marriage And apparently um, The basis of the episode there, there, there were a pair of male penguins At the San Francisco Zoo Harry and Pepper who are apparently romantically involved. And so they use that as.
1: I was in. It reminded me of, I think last year or two years ago, there was a pair of male penguins, maybe in Australia or a zoo somewhere. um, Who were mating for life. And the zoo. um, Oftentimes when younger penguins have an egg, they don't know how to tend to the egg. And so the egg will just kind of fall by the wayside. And there was another couple, a male female couple who were not tending to their egg. And the zoo, so that the egg didn't die, gave the egg to the male male couple and yeah. they like, raised this little egg uh-huh. together. And it was this huge, I mean, everyone was just like, oh my God. That's and so, so it was funny, cause I was like, wait, I know this story, but the storyline at the time, so this is 2010?
0: Uh, 2009.
1: Two thousand nine. So at yeah. the time, I think it would have felt much more momentous of this yeah. storyline. Now it's like, not to say that Pawnee wouldn't have its dissenters, but but the news program would have been much more, much different, and the reception would have been different. Um, social media would have gone crazy. You know, it's it would just be a yeah. totally different world. And so that was interesting to feel much like with some of the the gay jokes in the first season. Or not gay jokes, but like when she's at the, the banquet and they're like, it's, I'm so glad you're, you know, you're here yeah, yeah. Um, thinking that she's with Anne. Um, some of those do feel dated, which is really nice to see. I mean, it's not that long ago and it...
0: No, that's true. Dated. That's true. Yeah, that is interesting. I, I was even thinking, I mean, I, I know the joke of, of Tom being on the, the Joan Calameza show and saying, kind of flirting with her. I'm uh, oh talking God, about this. Soft cool. skin. I, I was actually thinking, I don't know... If that would really fly now.
1: Like it's, there's nothing funny about it. You're just like, ugh.
0: Right. And so I, I would wonder if you would have to wait to do something like that to really establish the character so that people know who he is and know that this is not. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know if that would, that would fly no. as much.
1: Her, her, the newscaster more to do so that it's even more awkward so that there's it's making a comment of like how, how oblivious he is to how uncomfortable he's making her. Yeah. Something that gives a little more nuance or, you know, punch or something. But this was just, it was just cringy. It was like, oh,
0: it was was, was just creepy. Um, So the episode aired uh, September 17th, uh, 2009 to 5 million viewers, which is up from the season finale of season one. Um, It was written by Norm Hiscock and directed by none other than Paul Feig. Of Bridesmaids and Spy um, I think Paul Feig directed A bunch of Office episodes So he's, this is the same people That he's working with um, And I think he directs more episodes of Parks and Rec um, If I recall um, The action You might know this So the Pawnee Zoo Those scenes were shot in Griffith Park
1: They looked Yeah, it's was, it was right up the street and I was like, that's, I think that's the LA Zoo
0: <laughs> I was wondering if, if you recognize that Okay, that's funny um, yeah, so all those ponies were shot um, There's apparently the abandoned zoo Picnic area, according to Wikipedia
1: Yes, and um, they have Shakespeare in the park in the summer, which we go to uh, It's quite fun
0: And how many penguins star in that?
1: <laughs> it's Well, you know, they if they ever need Like a little background dance
0: Now is it an all-male penguin cast Or do they break it up and bring in some females?
1: I need that random guy in the audience to tell you <laughs>
0: <laughs> That's true <laughs> um,
1: So uh, I uh, I
0: will also say I found, I found season one, there were episodes where it was tough for me to find a favorite line. Yes. Like I had to really think about it. And up here, I have, uh, four, uh, five right out of the gate that I just, I just stood out to me as really funny, good lines. Yeah. Yeah. And so I feel like the, the writing definitely picked up going into season two.
1: My favorite line was, um, her repeating back to um, Andy maturing, which <laughs> that exchange was was funny. I wanted more from her in it, but I did think just like her rolling her eyes at him. And any time that somebody uses the word maturing is is funny. Um, I don't know why.
0: they right. out and learning new words, apparently. <laughs> yeah.
1: but the visual of the penguins in the car seat—that was my favorite moment.
0: That is a good one. Um, I, I I I'll just go through the list. Um, The well, you couldn't have asked for better weather from Leslie after she finds out that she just gay married two penguins um, was fantastic.
1: Pure Leslie, because she is so positive. And and also the fact that, like, it doesn't phase her at all. She's like, oh, great. Okay. Two male penguins. Yeah. Yeah. Beautiful day.
0: And then my, uh, my,
1: the,
0: when gays marry, it ruins marriage for the rest of us. I just, again, it's just, it's so stupid and so ridiculous. And the fact that there are people who believe that. Boggles my mind. Like, how shaky is your marriage that two people you don't know getting married impacts you? I don't understand. I just
1: not. response of being like, you know, did I murder somebody? Did I? I mean, it's just, it's just so funny because it's like, yeah, it's like, what, you know, when they're lying in bed at night, being angry about people of the same sex getting, what, it, what does it mean to them? I always want right. to. Why yeah. Do you? Why do you care?
0: That's the, why do you care? Why does why do you care? Uh, um, I liked um, the interaction that Leslie had with April, her boyfriend and her boyfriend's boyfriend when they created the um, the Leslie Nope um, image with um, in the Obama 2008 model. Yeah. And Leslie says, "How who, who did this?" And they said, "We did." And she said, "How did you do that?" And they said, "Photoshop." She said, "What computer?" Oh. I just love that. They didn't, she didn't know Photoshop, just say computer. And she's like, oh, I get it now. Hilarious to me. I, just, the way she said that was fantastic.
1: Not feel dated. I feel like the whole kind of like, this is my boyfriend and this is my boyfriend's boyfriend, um, that felt very topical right now in terms of people of a certain age trying to figure out modern relationships of young people.
0: And apparently April came up with that idea during, or I should say uh, April. Um, Aubrey Plaza came up with that idea during season one that she would have this really weird relationship with her boyfriend, but then her boyfriend would be gay. Um, And then she would, and her her boyfriend is gay for the other guy straight for her. The other guy is gay for her boyfriend and she hates the other guy. And they said, it's really not that complicated. (laughs) That whole interaction I loved. Um, And then my second favorite one was when uh, Leslie's at the bulge and she's at the mic and she's, she says, you know, thank you so much um, for coming out. I can't believe you're all out here, especially on a night when the Colts are playing. Dead silence. <laughs> I love that. That was great.
1: Yeah, that was, that also felt pure Leslie to me where she's like trying to say the thing that she knows she should say in a microphone, you know, but like completely misreading everything. But that.
0: Yeah, but also it's kind of sweet that, in her mind, it's whether you're straight or gay,
1: right, people if you're people. male, you like yeah. football
0: and you're going to watch football.
1: Totally. Yeah. She's yeah. she always herself.
0: Yeah. Um, so it doesn't sound like you were hooked, but do you, do you? are you starting to see more of the appeal of the show?
1: I liked Leslie a lot. Other thing, I mean it's interesting that they wanted to get into kind of issue based things. I loved the, the penguins and the, that, that storyline. I don't think that that storyline carried me through the episode. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. I, I needed a little more human. Yeah. Um, but I really liked her. And so I'm not hooked, but I'm not, I wasn't turned off in any way. And I, and I felt like she was a real person who, who I could root for, um, And that was, it was pleasurable to watch her go through. Like, there was never any moment where I was really awkward for her, even though there are awkward moments. I felt like she really was on that perfect line of not quite nailing things, but also just being so, such a a wonderful, you know, forward-thinking person without even knowing it, you know? Um, And that oblivion plus... Also, kind of a savviness. It's it's a great combination. So I was totally drawn in by that. The storyline. Eh, 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 I mean, you know, there were very funny moments, but it wasn't. It didn't feel cohesive to me.
0: Oh, interesting. Okay, that makes sense. The first
1: um, season, so they're starting. Like, you know, is Anne going to date? What's they're just kind of putting little, little that things that are coming. You know.
0: That makes sense. I, it was interesting. So. um I just happened to notice the Parks and Rec, uh, the official account retweeted someone who said something to the effect of, like, I love Parks and Rec so much. Um, And it was a thread and I'm always up for a good thread. And so I was just curious to see what the thread and the next tweet was, uh, it's just a random fan. The next tweet was a shout out to someone else for telling me to skip season one and start directly with season two.
1: Oh, interesting.
0: Because I don't, she said, some of the effective, I don't know that I would have stuck with it if I opened with season one. So I'm wondering if our mistake with you was getting you to start with season one, if we shouldn't have just said, you should start with season two. Like if this was the first season, you you learn who Leslie is right out of the gate. I don't think you would have needed to watch season one to learn that.
1: Totally. Yeah, the only thing missing in here in terms of her storyline is her mom, but that can come later. Yeah, I mean, I definitely think this would have been a strong first episode of a, a pilot, you know, cause it's like, for sure. Say something. She's hilarious. Um, yeah, that's interesting. Um, yeah, maybe I am carrying over some of the baggage of <laughs> season one of like, um, mm. <laughs> um, yeah, but I'm not turned off. I'm not swimming away. From <laughs> <that warm.
0: laughs> I feel like season one, you were a little, Turned off, like you were swimming away from the worm. Yeah,
1: there was definitely some. <laughs>
0: so right now, so again, you're not maybe swimming towards the worm, but you're not swimming away. You're just looking at it.
1: Right. Yeah. Here, well, right. I loved the 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 um scene in the with her at the television station. There were just some really strong scenes um, that yeah make you want to be like, what's what's Leslie going to do next?
0: All right, all right. So a little, little bit of the hooking.
1: Not a hook. Not yeah. a hook. Like I wouldn't turn it back on.
0: Curious. You, You're hooked. Curious.
1: But more like, if somebody was like, "Oh, House Parks and Rec," I'd be like, "Oh, it's really cute."
0: Interesting. Okay. If you that. weren't.
1: If if I weren't watching this for you, I wouldn't turn it back. On. Right. right. Because I don't know the characters okay. enough yet. For me, it's all about. Fair. I wonder what other. Uh, yeah. I, now I need to think on my own. Like what other shows are like that where. Skipping the first season would be behoove somebody. Um, it's interesting.
0: Yeah, it is interesting. It's something to think. About. Well, we'll have to see when the um, when you get to know all these characters, like when they really start to dive into the different characters, and and when you grow to love the show as much as I do. Because I know you would totally love I hope this.
1: I totally love it.
0: Absolutely, and we will see if uh, that grabbed you more in the next episode.
1: Dun, dun,
0: dun. Rum, rum, rum.